So today I'm visiting a bunch of really impressive carers and an organisation that is doing some fantastic work around Cheshire, up as far north as Warrington and as far south as Crewe in the Cheshire area. They are called Cheshire and Warrington Carers Trust and they provide information and advice and help and support to unpaid carers. I'm talking to Lisa, who is the development manager. Lisa, what does a development manager do? Um, Basically, develop services to meet the needs of carers in the area. Um, So day-to-day management of the services that we've got and identifying and applying for funding to meet the needs of of carers in the area, working with different local organisations, raising awareness of carers' rights. Cheshire and Warrington Carers Trust as a whole organisation, you do some amazing things. So just a little bit of background of what you do then for people that have never heard of you maybe. So firstly we help, we work with a lot of organisations to help identify carers. A lot of people that are providing care and support on a regular basis don't recognise themselves as a carer. Often the focus is on the person that they're caring for. So we do a lot of work to help carers uh, recognise the fact that they their life might be impacted by caring. We do lots of events so that we can bring carers together. I think that's a really important part of the service, enabling carers to meet together for mutual support, friendship, emotional support. Often carers are isolated. We put on lots of training events to help carers um, find out about entitlements that they might not know about, teach them skills that might help them in the care and role. We provide newsletters again to inform carers about services locally that might help them and the person that they're caring for. A really wide range of services really. How many people do you reckon in Cheshire don't even know they can get some help from you folks? I think we've got registered with us in, for example, in Cheshire East, 8,000 carers are registered with us. And um, as a guesstimate, I would say that's definitely uh, less than half of the people that have got a caring role. And obviously that changes all the time. So how many people uh, actually are here working alongside you at Cheshire and Warrington Care Trust? Um, We've got 22 staff across the organisation. Most of those are part-time. Many of them have been carers or are still carers themselves. Um, But we are supported by a lot of volunteers too. So we have uh, over 25 volunteers, active volunteers, that support the paid staff in their in their roles. I take it you get all your fun, your, your money from fundraising. Um, we have got some services that are commissioned by local authorities or health trusts. We've got some projects that are funded um, by various organisations like BBC Children in Need. Um, but we do also a lot of fundraising ourselves on a regular basis to meet the needs of, of carers across all the local authority areas. So if somebody is sitting now listening to this thinking, you know, I need a little bit of help caring for my husband, wife, child, whoever it may be, neighbour next door, friend of a friend, how do they get in contact with you? We have a free phone telephone number that's available Monday to Friday, 9 till 5. If you want to give us a call on 0300 or we have a website with lots of useful information, www.cheshireandwarringtoncarers.org. We have an active Facebook group, Cheshire and Warrington Carers Trust. Or you can email us on advice at cheshireandwarringtoncarers.org. Now, I understand that Cheshire East Council did fund you quite a little bit 
previously and I, I don't for whatever reason they've decided not to and move it elsewhere is there any danger that uh, you kind of run out of money and you say you can't help anybody? Um, hopefully not. We work very hard to um, continue to deliver services that we know that are needed in the area. So through lots of fundraising and applying for grants and support from volunteers, you know, we aim to continue to provide care and support for carers. And we do work closely with other organisations and the other commissioned provider to ensure that carers know about all of the local services to support them. You were telling me a little bit earlier on that you had an office in Macclesfield and you no longer get, you have got that. Is that something you're looking to get back again? We do um, meet with carers on a regular basis in Macclesfield, so it would be ideal to have um, a venue where carers can drop in because, as far as I know, there isn't that facility in the Macclesfield area. Um, we do have that um, option in Crewe, so it, it would be ideal to be able to replicate that in, uh, in Macclesfield. I'm going to talk to some of your carers now to see how important your work is to the local community. Brilliant. I have a beautiful young lady. She's a true Wonder Woman. She's a, she's a carer herself. Uh, her name is Nicola from Crew. How are you, Nicola? You're right. Um, yeah, you know, sore knee, sore back. I would Stress. love to ask how you did that, <laughs> <laughs> but I won't delve into that. No, don't. <laughs> okay, so um, how important is Cheshire and Warrington's Carers Trust and their help and support uh, to you? Oh, I, they're, they're absolutely amazing um, because carers don't always get a lot of respite themselves and um, coming here for workshops like this or the art workshops um, and the pamper evenings that they do is just it's a few hours away from that day-to-day reality that you've got to deal with um, you come here and you can have a laugh with your friends and it, it's just that it, it's like a break it's just a break away from your day um, and they do do a fantastic job Lisa is amazing um, there's always something for either you as a carer there's stuff that, that you can take your children to with you as well or whoever you're caring for um, so yeah it's they, they are really important to all of us I think How long have you been involved or receiving support from this organisation? About 8 or 9 years my little boy was diagnosed at 3 with autism so um, everybody I sort of researched and resourced every bit that I could get to help him Um, and then over the years obviously I started to attend more things Um, it actually helps me a lot because I suffer from extreme anxiety Um, yeah I I feel welcomed every time I come to a carers thing everybody is just so nice and friendly that you you don't have time to worry about your anxieties because you'll have a giggle and you know you'll chat about your own lives and your kids and you know oh yeah mine does that oh doesn't it drive you mad and it's just it's venting at someone other than your partner constantly so you're getting a break from all of it so yeah about eight nine years and they're still doing a fantastic job if you could say one thing to Cheshire and Warrington's Carers Trust what would you say to them um I'd actually say that you need to be open to more male-orientated things because there's not an awful lot going on um, for the male carers. Um, I mean, there's art. They do art things, which obviously males can go to, but 
There's not a lot of men that want to play with glitter, <laughs> really. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. I quite like it. <laughs> yeah, my, my husband's played with glitter a few times, but not out of choice. Um, but, you know, things like this today, my husband wouldn't want to come here and do this, you know. Um, so I do think that, that there should be a little bit more on offer or a bit more reaching out to the families um, that are within the, the, the Cheshire and... Warrants and carers um, to just put little feelers out there as to what maybe the men would like to do. They might just want to go and have a pie and a coffee. Mm. Might want to go and have a nine-hole game of golf or... Go, or go, even go to the cinema yeah, maybe or something. anything. Just, yeah. But I don't think that there is enough out there mm-hmm. for the male carers, really. I mean, my husband is my carer right. um, because I have fibromyalgia and a lot of other issues going on um, and really he, he cares for me but he also takes on my care work for Louis as well as, as part of the daily thing and he doesn't really get a break I was going to say so who cares for him or who looks exactly. after him mentally and yeah. physically you know? nobody you know yeah. so I do think that, that, that that would be what I would be I'd be sending him a letter saying listen there are a lot of men carers out there, the single dads and, you know, whoever it is they're caring for, but there's not enough male orientated events, I, I personally think, so. Fantastic. How is your son anyway? Is he all right? Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. And yourself, yeah. you're all right? Yeah. yeah. Other than yeah. the knee Other than the and knee the back. and the back. And and the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm good. a bit crazy, but... <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. Nanette, lovely yeah. to meet you. Nice to meet you. Are you local from Crewe? I'm not. Oh, where are you from? Uh, Scotland. Scotland? Moved down from Scotland. Obviously, I'm not. You Scotland. haven't got the accent. I love the Scottish accent. Yeah, we was in Scotland for 18 years. Right. And then, um, due to circumstances, we was homeless for a year. Oh, right. Due to... Because um, my, my children, I have five children at home. Um, all on the autistic spectrum. Okay. So I'm the the one and only carer for them. So caring for all of them. Yes. So that, that so must that be hard work. It is hard work, isn't it? And yes. Stressful. Yes. It so. is, but you've just got to get on and do it. There's no other option. Yeah. Um. So due to circumstances, we ended up not ended up, but we were yeah. we ended up crew because my parents live in Chelford. In a perfect world, would you prefer Scotland to this end? It was rural where we used to live. So that's going to be beautiful up yes. there, isn't it? Yeah. And my children are used to rural because they don't socialise yeah. because of the difficulties that they've got. Um, but since I've come to Crewe and I'm with the Curers Centre, um, I'm doing a lot more. I've done a, a lot more in the last three years than wow. I did in Scotland. They did have a Curers Centre in Scotland. Um, but because my children were younger, I wasn't able to access everything. But now they're a wee bit older, um, I can. So, yeah, they're um, a bit of a lifeline Fantastic. for me and the kids. That was going to be my next question. How important is Cheshire and Warrington's Carers Trust to you personally? Oh, uh, well, I get so much out of it. Obviously, I'm doing the jewellery making today. Um, but Lisa runs quite a few different courses, art courses, which I find are really good because you can switch off. Mm. Um, and well, I just had the Great Gatsby Ball as well um, so I went to that, that, that was really good um, if I didn't have the Curious Centre I think I'd, I'd be quite isolated even though I do live like near the town 
Um, and Lisa's great because you can just come in if you're having a bit of an off day. Mm. Um, you can come in and she understands. Um, you're not you're not worried about speaking to authorities and things with Lisa. You know it's not going to go any further. Um, but the courses are great, and she just funded a, a short holiday for us as well. So I took the two wee ones to Wales. That was all funded by um, Lisa and whoever she whoever she deals with. Um, so that was good. I, I basically I wouldn't get out if we didn't have the Curis Centre. I wouldn't. So it's your lifeline. Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, She's, I've also done the autism, my kids are all autistic, but I've also done the autistic, do the, I think it's a lifelong learning, um, and that has been a godsend, even though I live with it on a daily basis, um, that has been good because it's given me knowledge when I go to meetings and things, um, knowledge is power isn't it, so it's given me the knowledge to know that it's, it's not me, it is a, a genuine difficulty that my kids have, because there's, um, there's still a lot more... Um, knowledge needed. There's still a lot of not ignorance, but I can't think of the right. I'll word. be honest. I don't know what autism is. I don't know what the symptoms are. I wouldn't even know what to look for. You know, it's so. very, it's very isolating. Especially, like I say, I'm a single mum, five children, two are now in Scotland. So I'm also travelling up and down from Scotland. Mm-hmm. So I've done that this weekend. So to be able to to look in my diary and think, right, Wednesday I've got the Curse Centre is just for me to be able to switch off. Um, and then next week I think I've got a, an art thing again it's all through the Curis Centre so I really really would be struggling if I didn't if I didn't have have Lisa in the Curis Centre if you could say one thing to the the trust mm-hmm. what would you say to them that's a lifeline uh, one thing they had to say yeah. just one thing <laughs> yeah um, but it, it really is it's I mean I've got my five children on the spectrum and then I've got the Curious Centre which is my my time but also I can get information knowledge I get I do get a, a lot a lot from it Nanette thank you very much for talking to me you're welcome thank you